Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Grace Atwood. And I'm Becca Freeman. And we have a really fun episode ahead for you. But first, we want to give you a little live show update. We feel we it happened. It happened. We did it. It's and weird because uh, it happened. So the live show was April 1st. So last week's episode came out, but we recorded it before the live show. So this is the first episode that we've recorded yes. since it happened in real life. So today is the day afterwards, and we are a bit hungover. You might have, if you were there, you saw that we took quite a large shot of tequila with Ashley Spivey, um, and then we went out afterwards. I was still in bed by midnight, but like it was a wild night. By the end of the night, I like couldn't smile anymore, and I felt kind of like a robot. Like I was just so overstimulated. I know. Everyone asked me after we got off stage how I felt. And I was like, hi, I feel yeah. high yeah. and I don't do drugs. Yeah. And we did like a, a little bit of a listener meetup afterwards and I was trying to talk to as many people as I could, but I was just like, I felt like my eyes were bugging out of my head and I felt weird. We only are talking about the negative though. We have to talk about the positive. It was the best. It was the best night of my life. Like it was so cool. It was so fun. We were a little nervous. But I think the show went great. We had it went real, really well. Like I had a lot of friends just text me today and be like, I just want you to know you did a really good job. And it's not just because I'm your friend that I'm telling you oh, this. We had some of our podcast guest greatest hits join yes. us. We had so many good guests. Ashley Spivey was there to talk about books. And then we had Katie Storino, Shanae Alexander, and Hitha Palapu all talk to us. And we did a panel about female friendship which was really wonderful. Yeah, so I think we're going to, for the remaining live sh- live shows, which we have not started even planning yet, we're going <laughs> to, it's going to be like shows? a, it's going to, we're having like at least five. We're going to have it be like a friendship tour. So we'll bring in guests in every city and we'll be doing like friendship related questions with everyone. But it was really magical. We are, we got our makeup done. We looked amazing. Oh, I've never I'm, looked better. Yeah, seriously. It's not even like an ego thing. Like it's just yeah. a, statement of fact I've never looked better we'll never look that good again yeah so it was really a cool night and we're so grateful to everyone who bought tickets and came out and we're really excited to hopefully do more in different cities I know I'm really excited it's so cool to be able to meet the people who listen one of the things that I said last night when we were at the live show is that so often when we record the podcast it's just the two of us sitting here drinking seltzer in our sweatpants and it's really of course we know that there's people who listen but you know, you're not in the room with us. Yeah. So it's easy to forget. It's so cool to be able to do it in person and have the community there to listen to it live. Yes. So, yeah, it was amazing. It was the best ever. So let's talk about highs and lows. Yeah. Should we skip desperation minute? Yeah. Okay. We'll skip it, but leave us a review. Leave us a review. We're too tired to be desperate. Um, I feel like just as a spoiler alert, all of my things are about our podcast live show. <laughs> okay, Grace, tell me your high. So my high was, I told you guys this, uh, that I had applied for this Sephora squad thing. And the last update I had given was that I was one of 92 semifinalists. And I found out last week I made the cut. And I am one of 24 members of this newly formed Sephora squad. It's going to be great to get to work with a brand I really love, but also it's like a nine-month contract, so I'm going to have guaranteed work coming through the end of the year, which is like, you know, it just a, it lets you breathe a little bit a little bit easier because you know you have like a great brand that you'll be working with through the rest of the year. And um, 
I'm just so excited. It was so competitive. I, I still can't believe I was chosen. Grace, I'm so proud of you. And the other one is obviously the live show, which was incredible. Wait, we need to go back to the Sephora squad thing. I'm going to brag about Grace for a minute. First of all, I think thousands of people entered this. Grace, yeah, there were 17,000, according to Jackie. 17,000 people. Yeah. You got one of 24 spots. I like, know. It's crazy. Um, and it was funny. I was talking to James Nord, and he's like, this this program is so cool. He's like, full disclosure, we never would have picked you. He's like, but your community is so active. We could not believe you got over 700 people to come in and like tell us like these nice things about why you buy beauty products because of Grace. And honestly, I don't... Well, I don't actually know this, but I assume this. Like, those odds are harder to get into than, like, Harvard. Yeah. Grace, that's a what? big like deal. <laughs> no, it was a huge honor. Moment. What a huge honor. I'm really excited. Becca, what about you? I'm so excited about your high. Okay, so I have two highs. Obviously, my first high is our podcast live show. Like, Can I say that every week for forever? Because it's it's like the high of my year. <laughs> Just until the next one. Just till the next one. Okay. So it's definitely my high. It was so wonderful. I had a great time. I hope people who came had a great time. It was great. My second high is that I'm moving to Brooklyn. I'm... To my building. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not just moving to Brooklyn. I'm moving into Grace's apartment building. So you guys know that I have my one best friend who lives upstairs from me, and now two floors above her will be Becca. And there's only four units in this building, so it's a sorority house. I'm so excited. So if you follow Grace on Instagram, you've seen her amazing apartment and her Instagram stories. I'm so excited to have more space. Becca's apartment's even nicer than mine. And... I get to have an office. And you get to have a dog. Well, not yet, but it's dog friendly and my current building is not. So I can get a dog, but I'm so excited. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm everything. Yeah. We just got, I just got the like approval thing while we were recording the podcast. So I'm, uh, I'm so excited for you. Whole new me. You're going to love Brooklyn. Tyrion really chilled out when he moved to Brooklyn. Do you think I'm really going to chill out? No, I didn't chill out. Oh. I became more of a maniac. Okay, well, moving yeah. to Brooklyn, ready to be a maniac. What about Lowe's? Okay, so my Lowe is also moving. <laughs> um, it, we need a word for like what's something that's a high and a low, like a hello. A high low? I don't high know. Aloha? Alo- Aloha? <laughs> I don't know. We're going we're gonna to work. We're going to workshop it. Yeah, but um, moving is definitely also my low. I, it's been really stressful with all the back and forth. I have to break my lease, and like the will it or won't it work out has been really stressful. And yeah. now looking forward, I have to pack up all my stuff and move. Yeah. So that's my low. You'll probably hear more about it over the coming weeks. But the good thing is I'm moving May first, so you won't have to listen to me complain about it that long. We've got a month of recording. So you guys have the next four weeks of listening to Becca complain, I think. <laughs> Maybe I'll find something else to complain about. Yeah, I'm sure you will. But moving is my high-low. Excited for the end result, not excited for the process. Yeah, it's a process, but it's so worth it. What is your low? Mine's a bullshit low. Just washing my face last night and realizing I'm not naturally as beautiful as Cassandra made me. Oh my God, I know. It's We've like- never looked better. Like She is so talented. I know. It was a low. It took me also, it's more makeup 
way more makeup than I usually wear. It took me so many cotton pads to oh get my, my makeup off. And I woke up this morning and I still had like a lot of weird eyeliner stuff going on. We looked great. Go yeah. look at the Instagrams if you yeah, haven't seen it. Yeah, we looked great. Go to our Instagram for evidence. So today we are having Indie Lee from the skincare brand Indie Lee on the podcast. But before we get to that, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors. Yes, and it is Lola. It's that time of the month. Not for my period, but for our Lola ad. Yes. So you guys have heard us talk about Lola a million times. We are huge, huge fans of Lola. I helped to launch the brand. I was the head of marketing there and worked there for three years. And Grace was one of our earliest and most adamant supporters. Yes. I even wrote a blog post about tampons, which is generally against my religion because everyone makes fun of bloggers for doing sponsored posts with tampon companies. Hey. But Lola was worth it because it's an amazing company with an amazing mission. Yes. So if you haven't heard of Lola, Lola is a women's health brand that offers tampons, pads, and liners made with 100% organic cotton. They also have sex products. So they've got condoms, lube, wipes. What and else? the wipes aren't just for sex. The wipes, I carry them in my purse. And when I get what off a plane. What do you use plane, them for? Um, so I use them for two things. Uh, if I'm in the summer. Yeah. You know, when you're running around the city and you're like sweaty and gross, yeah, like yeah. refresh. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is I've used them before after a plane. Okay. When I yeah. don't, when I'm not going directly to a hotel or, yeah. or wherever I'm going mm-hmm. somewhere, right. Just from to the freshen airport. up. Yeah. Just yeah. to feel less gross. Yeah. Um, so what's great about Lola is that their products are natural. We're going to talk about this a little with Indy, but the FDA uh, is, is maybe not what you think in terms of regulating brands. And so... The FDA doesn't require tampon brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. The U.S. has very lax regulatory standards for health and beauty products. It's, it's so screwed up. So major brands are actually using a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, like rayon, polyester, like who knows what else. Their feminine care products can also be treated with really harsh chemicals and dyes and clen- like cleansing agents, fragrances. There's all sorts of things. So you really don't like know what you're putting in your body. Yes. So Lola, in addition to having natural products, also made it so much easier to get that product. You can customize your subscription so you can get uh, exactly the right mix of tampons or pads that you need. Exactly when you need it. Yes. So I don't use enough tampons to need it every single month. So I get it every two months. And then I update my mix. So some, like, I tend to either need, like, a super or, like, a ton of lights. So I'll get, like, five supers and 13 lights. And it's so nice because you can get what you need and you don't have the extra tampons. You're not going through at the same rate that are just, like, piling up in a drawer. Yeah, exactly. The multi-pack is, like, not ideal for anyone. No. So... You pick the exact right mix of products that go into your box, how many boxes you want, how often you want it delivered, and they deliver it right to your door, which is amazing. In a beautiful white box. So none of that, like, I used to take take my tampons out and put them into a little Hermes bag. Like, I mean, you know how I am about my apartment, but it's so nice just having something that comes in a beautiful package so you don't have to, like, throw it out immediately. And it comes... On a regular schedule, so if you are like me and forget that your period is coming, your Lola product just shows up to your door and you always have some on hand. Yes. We have a special offer for you. 
So for 40% off all subscriptions at Lola, visit mylola.com and enter code BOP when you check out. So that's mylola.com and enter code BOP for 40% off of all subscriptions. Seriously, if you're not subscribed to Lola, what are you doing? You clearly don't listen here, but 40% off is a huge deal. That's good. Yeah. Let's talk to Indy. Yeah, let's talk to Indy. All right. So today we have a really special guest. We are being joined by Indy Lee. Indy, we're so excited you're here. I can't believe it. So if you do not know Indy, um, she has an amazing skincare brand and body care brand. Amazing. Also called Indy Lee. We've been fans of her products for years. I'm actually very honored about that. (laughs) But now we're excited to get to meet her in person and hear her amazing story, which I actually did not know before. Seriously? No. So I know we're going to have her tell her own story, but I'm going to just brag about her for a minute. Please. I love it. Do tell. So after conquering a brain tumor, Indy decided to create a high-end skincare line that would be chic, but also eco-friendly and clean. We read on the Every Girl that you actually sold all of your jewelry to finance the business. It's true. True story. Cannot wait to hear more about that. Uh, so now you can find her products pretty much anywhere that carries clean skincare. You're also in Sephora, I know. I can't even. Yes. Like, seriously, I was so excited been, when I saw that. It's pinch me moments, mm-hmm. nonstop. Seriously. And we cannot wait to ask all of the questions we got for you. Personally, I didn't even want to take questions because I have so many questions about clean beauty that I was like, no. My questions, like, <laughs> troubleshoot my beauty routine. And we will. Who cares about our listener questions? Who cares about them? Screw them. <laughs> it's just our questions. right now. <laughs> now, we have a nice mix of our questions and our listeners. I'm so questions. honest that your listeners actually wrote in. Oh, my oh, God. We got there was a ton, of, really? a ton of questions. Beauty yes. is always such a hot topic because I feel like nobody knows what they're doing. And so you're like, am I using the right products I'm, I'm supposed to? I'm out. I know. Yeah. We're going to wing it tonight. I know. Just kidding. Maybe. So... We have a ton of questions for you, but before we get started, can you tell us the story of how you founded your business and how it's grown? Sure, 100%. So you guys know I didn't come from beauty at all. You were a CPA. Yeah, I, yep. Yeah. So we can do your tax returns after this. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) April 15th is coming. Um, No, I was CPA and I worked for HBO. And managed their international finance division for years. So I got to travel all over the world with them, which was super cool. That's amazing. It was a, an incredible experience at a very young, relatively young age. Yeah. And then I had my first child and I didn't want to travel so much. So I went over to the domestic side and um, had my daughter. And I realized I don't really like this. I don't really like accounting. Um, I wanted to do something different. And I had two young kids and the hours were killing me. And I said, you know what? I want to go back to basics and spend some time with the kids and figure it out. So I did a little bit of recruiting and career consulting. And I have a friend who was building school gardens, and which I thought was so cool because I've always been into the farm to table movement and very into clean eating. And I love to garden. So I said, let me help you. And I built a 750 square foot greenhouse in my backyard. Oh, my God. And he's, it has a chandelier in it. It's very. What? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I was helping them 
create school gardens and I was running their nursery per se. That but is so cool. Was, My mom is a huge gardener. I know. Huge gardener. I see when yeah. she comes and you yeah. post that you have all your yeah, plants. Yeah, she was helping me with all my plants this weekend. I saw, I, yeah. I, I stalk. I, I love it. No, so I'm so flattered that you even follow me. Like, oh, it's yeah. so cool. So, and then I, they go to brunch and I watch that. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole day. Yeah. Um, no, so I was doing that and I was helping to bring school gardens to life and such a meaningful thing to teach that to children. And then one day wound up in the office and two days before I knew it, I was working nonstop in their office, almost like their CFO. And I said, you were like, how did I go from gardening? Right. To- I, I'm like, this is not what I wanted to do. And I left and I was still providing any vegetables and stuff that they wanted. And I, I was bringing edible flowers to Whole Foods and microgreens to local restaurants and it was June of 2008, and my hands were swollen, and then my feet were swollen. And I'm like, this is really weird. I'm in a lot of pain. And I thought I might have been bit by a tick, obviously, in Lyme disease being so prevalent because it showed up the very similar symptoms. So I went to, do- to the doctor to figure out what we needed to do, and he said, I don't think it's Lyme. I actually think you have RA. Like, What's rheum- RA? Rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, okay. And I was like, no, I'm too young. That's impossible. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's not a young, per- it's not an old person's disease. A lot of young people have it. And he was right. So I had to go on chemotherapy drug for like four years to get it under control. And I also couldn't work in the greenhouse or the farm that I had created in my backyard. So there I am with way more lavender and way more calendula than you could ever cook with or eat in your life. <laughs> like we're talking about like here back of worth of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So my sister announces she's pregnant. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to create a line of products for her. And then I'm going to make little baby ones as the favors for the shower because I'm type A. I'm like, what am I going to do with myself? And I unveiled them and everyone's like, this is what you should do for a living. Like, I'm not really sure I want to do this. And at that time, 2008, Clean beauty really wasn't anything. It was very, it was very crunchy granola, very yeah. green. It was like mashed avocados in a jar with some salt on it. I mean, it just really wasn't, I would say, as advanced as it is these days. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if this is what I want to do. I I believe in sign, like the universe sends you signs all the time. I'm very, by the way, I'm very woo woo. You'll figure that out through this whole conversation. Great, I'm I a love little, it. I'm a little bit on the woo woo side. Okay, good. And um, I started losing my vision. I'm like, okay, now what the heck's going on here? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have a hypochondriac moment after, <laughs> after we record this podcast. Oh, yeah. I have a hangover from last night. We've, last night was our live show, and I, um, I'm, I already think that I have a brain tumor. Like, <laughs> yeah. Could be dehydration, yeah, too. Could, I mean, it could be they, dehydration. One you know. thing or the other. And I wasn't sure either. So I went to the doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm losing my vision out of my eye. What, what could this be? And I kind of thought I might have a brain tumor. So I'm like, you know, something's up. So he sends me to the again, MRI and 45 minutes. And this was November 4th, 2008. 45 minutes after leaving the scan, he calls and said, could you come in? I'm like, yeah, sure. What's up? He said, well, come in and I'll tell you. I'm like, um, oh. I am going to go on WebMD and Google and figure this out myself if you don't tell me right now and then I'll come over. He said, you need to promise you're coming. I'm like, I'll be there in 15 minutes. He's like, you have a brain tumor. I said, okay, I'll see you in 15 minutes. I didn't call anybody. I kind of just got in the car. And you know what it's like here in New York in fall. It's gorgeous. The leaves are beautiful. And as I'm driving there, everything gets like, it's so vivid and in technicolor. And it's in those moments that I realized I was one of those people who was basically a passenger in her own life. 
And then I realized that this was going to happen for a reason. I didn't know the reason, but I just, my job was to kind of allow it to happen and something I knew magical would unfold, which I know sounds, again, very woo-woo, but I just believed it. And I also realized probably more importantly that I, as a planner, as a type A personality, I was so busy checking off every box that I thought I had to accomplish in my life, I'd truly forgotten what it was to live. And I said, you know, whatever time left I have left here, I'm going to make sure that every day is spent living passionately, like I call the three Ps, living passionately, on purpose, and be fully present at every moment. Because oftentimes, even though we're, we're excited about things, we're not really fully present to the yeah. moments. And I just knew this was going to be okay. So by the time I got to the doctor, he said, oh, you know, we don't lo- know what this is. It doesn't look like cancer. And it wasn't. Um, but you need to go see some heavy hitters. So I was like up and down the coast, NIH, Johns Hopkins, Duke, Sloan Kettering, and everybody said the same thing. It does not look like cancer, but it looks fairly aggressive. We're not sure what this is. I think you really need to get your affairs in order and spend as much time with your children as possible. It could be as little as six months. Oh, my God. So I, my kids were nine and five. And after every doctor, I'd be like, thanks so much, but I don't think so. And they'd be like okay, she's not taking this seriously. And I said, nope, I'm going to go find another doctor. And in between the two doc, two first doctors, I went to a neuroendocrinologist. I'm like, how is this possible? Like, how is this even happening? And nobody in my family has this. And he said, well, we're seeing more and more of these things tied to the environment. I'm like, environment? Perhaps you should step into my backyard and take a look at what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. I eat clean. I eat organic. I p- built the, gar- you know, the greenhouse in the garden. I'm in great shape. And then he asked... Okay, but what do you put on your skin? And I was like, I I don't know. And that was that awakening for me. After that, I heard nothing else. It was like, womp, 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 (laughs) womp. The teacher from Charlie Brown. Totally. I mean, I always joke, like, he could have asked me to marry him. I have no idea what he said to me. And I knew in that moment, that was why this was happening. I knew up to 60% of what you, and now they're even saving further, what you put on your skin is being absorbed and sometimes as little as 26 seconds. I knew your skin is your largest organ. I had thought about creating baby products for my nephew because I didn't want anything toxic on his tush, but didn't take a look at the bigger picture. I said, that's what this is happening. I'm going to create a line that is safe, that is effective, that looks beautiful on a shelf. Again, it was 2008. Mm Mm-hmm. And more importantly, I want to spend the rest of my life educating and empowering others to living their healthiest version of their life, whatever that looked like. And I started like researching and concocting. Because when you're given six months, it's like, well, what are you going to do? So I spent yeah, it with you're my like, kids. I'm going to start a skincare line. Right. Exactly. And so I sold all my jewelry <laughs> and oh my started God. like my 401k, like everything emptied. I was all in. And fortunately, I also found a doctor. That said, I'll do, you know, I'm willing to give you a shot at surgery. I'm like, fantastic, let's go. He says, well, you only have a 40% chance of waking up. I'm like, that's amazing. I'm dying. Let's go. And um, he said, we're going to do it on April 22nd, which is Earth Day. So if you're going to start a line, what great new tumorversary than Earth Day? It's like my marketing gift (laughs) (laughs) to the company. I also took it like that was a good sign. And I kind of ran into the surgical room that day. Actually, I really thought I was going to have this incredible moment where like, you know, McDreamy and McSteamy were going to wheel me down on the oh my gurney. God, isn't that the dream? Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's Grey's paint Anatomy the picture. has really like messed up 
any of my hospital expectations. I had none of that experience, like at all. I basically, my parents were right next to me in the like the pre-op room and I was like, all right, I'll see you in a bit. And then I walked into the surgical suite thinking I was going to get Valium. Like I thought I was going to get something and something magical was going to happen. And I'm like, I'll see you in a few minutes. And I disappeared. And I literally walked into the surgical theater and said, today's a great day to live. Put on some kick-ass music. Let's go. Of course, the anesthesiologist thought I was nuts and asked me if I'd been drinking or taking recreational drugs because I was way too happy to be going into brain surgery. (laughs) I had to explain I was in a good place. He's like, maybe we should get you a social worker. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm in a great place. Uh, Let's go. I bet he doesn't see a lot of No, he said, no, absolutely. But I was so clear. It's so weird. I just knew. And I got onto the table and I was like, let's go. And when I woke up, now when I went to sleep, I couldn't really see out of my left eye. And when I woke up, I was able to see everything again perfectly, like full vision. Wow. And I said, oh my God, first words with all the leads. Oh my gosh, I'm awake. And the nurse next to me says, yes, you're awake. I'm like, well, that's a good sign. But I wasn't able to see out of my eye. And she's like, you're very sassy. I'm getting the doctor. And I really felt like my mother-in-law was right there in the room with me at that moment. She sounds like that. Uh, love her. Um, but I then went, um, this, the entire surgical team comes in. I'm like, I don't know if this went well. And the doctor took my hand, surgeon took my hand and said, you're done. And of course, I, being sarcastic, said, could you elaborate on what your done means compared to what my done means? And he said, we got everything. Welcome to the rest of your life. Oh my God, what an amazing um, story. I'm like, I'm like tearing up. Like this is, <laughs> thank you. Wow. Yeah. It's been an yeah. incredible ride. And yet I have been pretty much optimistic through the entire thing. So you started the company in 2009 then? Yeah, I started concocting, let's call it that okay. way. But okay. like we, we set on the course and really 2010 is kind of when I put okay. it out, th- you know, put it out there, but we had already been selling. Like I was doing literally local farmers markets in mm-hmm. 2009 and, and little events and things like that. I wasn't like in stores, maybe yeah. I think one store I was in. Okay. And how big is the company now? You've gone from concocting things from your garden to Sephora. Yeah. It's, we don't make it in my house anymore on my right. kitchen table. I didn't. Yeah. I just, yeah, <laughs> just in case anybody wanted to know. Um, we are now in over 700 Almost 800 stores worldwide. Oh my God. God. It's insane. It's insane. I remember when you had like three products. You had like one cleanser, Mm -hmm. the squalene oil, Mm -hmm. and probably the toner. The toner. It was the toner. Yeah. I had like a bomb, the calendula eye bomb, maybe Mm -hmm. some body products. And it's, I mean, it's blossomed. It's been the most magical experience. That's incredible. Thank you. Well, one thing I'm curious about Mm -hmm. before we get into some of our listener questions, which I also plugged mine in so Grace can't differentiate between like what's my questions and what's listener questions. What was your, what were your skincare products like? What was your routine like before you had this realization? Were you already using cleaner products or you were just using? No. No. So I... Hi, everybody. I'm Indy Lee. I'm a lotions and potions junkie. So <laughs> I just want to let you guys know that. Is this, is this the meeting? Because this like, is Grace like, and I might right, also right. belong in one. Yeah, I'm the one with like 18 body washes in my shower right now. I might rival you. Yeah. I mean, I... So if it had a really pretty applicator, I had to have it. If it had yeah. a cool delivery method, sign me up. If it had a beautiful box, probably wanted to be on the wait list. Like, that mm-hmm. was me. You I wanted ne- to try everything. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. 
And I just thought it was cool. I thought skincare was cool. I thought makeup was cool. I really didn't know how to use it, but I still liked it. Yeah. I mean, I still have a rack in my office of all my nail, like all of my nail polishes. Mm-hmm. Do you know how often I do my nails? Hardly any, but I- You have I, a beautiful manicure well, right now. You. Yeah. That's, well, that's because I was, I was on the road. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. But I, I don't, you know what I mean? It's just, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I never took the moment to take a look and read the back of my labels. I mean, when you go food shopping, you read the back of your labels. Yeah. Most people don't do it in the skincare or their personal care products. Well, I mean, I, I feel like also a lot of times it's so tiny. They Who can read not, it? It's not front and center. You know, it's not like it doesn't have the nutrition panel on right. it the same way that you see on food where you're like, this is easy to scan. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what now people are. Now I feel like we are starting to do that. And people, I see it all the time in stores where they, they take it off the shelf and they flip it around to take mm-hmm. a look. So I do feel that's happening more and more. But 2008, you didn't even think about it. No. And the truth is, I mean, the laws haven't, aren't regulated, really. I mean, major laws haven't changed since 1938 in this industry. So you have to be your own watchdog. Yeah, the biggest thing I learned, so I used to be the head of marketing at Lola, which is organic feminine yes, care. Yes, yes. And the biggest thing I learned about the FDA is that I, I kind of assumed that the FDA was really focused on regulating things coming to market. But what I learned is that they're much more focused on taking things off the market yes. once they've caused harm. They're reactive versus proactive. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to, and it's really falls on the brand to then report it in a lot of cases. So it's truly unregulated. So I really wasn't looking at my products at all. I was just kind of using whatever I liked. And I came home after that and I basically took everything and tossed it. And then started from scratch, which I realized was not such an easy thing to do. Probably should not have tossed everything. No, it's not an easy thing to do. And and I'm a person who has been trying to go fully natural with a lot of my products for probably close to five years now, four years now. And there are still things that I struggle with that I either can't find a good product for mm-hmm. or, you know, that I, I'm just like... It's not doing it for you. It's not doing it for me. I'm too stuck in my ways with my old products. It, it's a hard yeah, thing to do. I, I like to say it's in 80-20. For me, it's 80-20. I, I'd say I'm like 80-20. But I have a hard time, too, because there's so many things I want to review for my blog. Yes. And there's, like, so much, you know, new high-tech stuff coming out. And a lot of those aren't clean. And I feel like I don't know what to do. Well, I so, think it also goes to who your listeners are. So yeah. they want to know everything. So because of who you are and what you're creating, you have this relationship with your readers to, to kind of go through so that yeah. they can make the decision on for themselves. And I, yeah. I think, Chris, you do a great job of that. I always say, like, I've got my dirty products, but I also, ha- like, I try to put, you know, as much clean, natural. Oh, you totally I do. Always, clean, natural, organic. There's so I many know, there's, words. There is. Um, that's a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother quagmire to yeah, dip your toe into. A lot. And I, I think it'll be great if we can get to some of those specifics. Yeah, sure. Because you know, there's so much language being used and it's like, well, which one is the good one? Like, and the truth is there's no regulation and there's no standard. So what one company or brand could consider clean for them might not be the clean for someone else. And so it's very confusing to basically everybody Yeah, on what it is. You know, the word natural, naturally derived is also not regulated. So what does that mean? And so there's a lot of I find it to be very difficult, even for someone like myself, who's been in this so long on how, what do you say? So truth is, if you take bananas and you mash them up in a jar and they use that, you use that ingredient unadulterated, 
that's unnatural. But once you heat it or potentially start to change some of the makeup of it, it becomes naturally derived. And so there's a very, it's really interesting and what then allows it to be that. So what we've done is said, we're going to tell you we're clean. Mm-hmm. And you can read the back of our ingredient deck and really understand the ingredients that we're using that is going to yeah. to kind of lead that down the path. Yeah. Um, and because we're able to get into basically every reseller and we're sold in Europe, so we pass EU standards. We're sold in Malaysia, Thailand, Singapore, Australia. I mean, everybody who has much string, stricter um guidelines then here in the u.s you can yeah. you, you can really what, understand what country has the strictest guidelines do you know i don't i would say that i mean malaysia was was tough too mm-hmm. i mean i think over europe is also really stringent too yeah i mean it's just everybody is much better than us yeah yeah really i didn't know if somebody was like the gold standard no you know i don't know it's a really good question one that yeah. i don't know yeah. i can answer because it also depends on the some of them are very specific about certain ingredients, yep. and then but they don't care about other things. Yeah. So it's it's not a hard and fast rule. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about the science and research that goes into each product? Sure. Um, we it's it's interesting how you can start a product, right? So yeah. there are different ways that we get inspired. So sometimes it's looking at consumer trends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's looking at our makeup, our product line and saying, okay, what's missing? And if you see like now we have based on different skin focuses. So mm-hmm. like, do we have everything to offer in the clarity or do we have enough in, you know, face for all or sensitive? Um, and sometimes it's a, an interesting ingredient that's coming to market where you're like, that would be a really cool ingredient to highlight and start to bring in. So it can come in a different ways. And then yeah. we're at the point now that we get to work with some of the leading chemists around the world. So depending on who's known in a certain area, for example, we use an incredible chemist um, in France for our Iwaken product. So because that's that genre, mm-hmm. he, that happens to be really good at. And so oh. we then work with them and we start to say, what do we want this product to do? And then you start to max, okay, what are the ingredients that are available? Some of them are being tried in true ingredients, like how we've used for Iwake and Arnica, mm-hmm. and witch hazel, which are known benefits. And then we're saying, okay, well, let's bring in mountain ash bud and horse chestnut and spirulina because we know. And then sodium hyaluronic, you can get really, you know, the smallest molecule so that it really penetrates. So it's really interesting to see how it's, it kind of goes. Yeah. And then it starts, then you go back and forth on different versions of based on the texture, the feel, which is basically texture, um, the glide, and then how we're seeing the absorption rate, and then it could be on the scent or et cetera. So you're trying, then you're rating the effectiveness and all that. You go back and forth. And then once you've realized you have a great formula, then you start to go into testing. Okay. And so with that for us is stability and safety testing. Okay. Um, so all of our products are like RIP test, which is like patch testing. Mm-hmm. So all of ours go through a very strict testing process. I could also tell you that it's not here yet, but we're in the process. So I can't say anything legally, but we're also in the process of getting a global um, certification. So it'll really talk to you about our process from almost seed to face, and it goes into the manufacturing, the farming process, even our sustainability practices as a company. So I'm really excited about that. I'm actually really curious, how long does it take from idea to the shelf for a beauty product to be developed? It could take anywhere from nine months to two years. It really okay. depends on how long you want to go back and forth until you get it right. Mm-hmm. So there isn't, like, typically I would say nine months. Because don't forget, you're also talking about getting 
the packaging. You could you could truncate it probably into six, but okay. we do the long stability testing. Yeah. 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 So uh, another question that we got was um, about ingredients. So can you talk to us a little bit about how you source your ingredients and, and kind of about, um, I was going to say about sourcing ethically? Yes. And that, oh God, it's killing me because I can't. And that has to do with exactly with this certification. So making sure that it's ethically um, sourced, non-GMO, And what does ethically sourced mean to you? Yeah. For me, it means we're not doing harm to the environment as a result of farming it. Um, okay. It also means that people are um, paid a fair wage. Yep. So as those type of things. Um, sustainability and stewardship of the earth is very important. Obviously, I come from a gardening mm-hmm. area. is very important to me. So making sure that we're keeping that ethos within the company and, is important. And so do you own your own supply chain or do you work with partners who you've vetted to say that they're sourcing ethically? Yes, exactly. And that goes yeah. with making sure that the ingredients that we're using are also certified yeah. to this new standard that I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's so exciting. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So uh, this is a reader, que- a listener question. No, it's, it's Becca's not. question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I saw. I knew she sneaked this in, but I I want to know too. Okay. So if someone's trying to transition to a, no, a more natural beauty r- routine, there's a few things. Which products are the most important products to go natural? Um, are there any ingredients you would say that people should avoid? And this is also this is Becca and I talk about this all the time, so it's making me laugh. Is there anything that you feel like is okay? To not use natural. So Becca has this theory. Becca, I'll let you All right, say I want to hear what the theory okay. is. So I have a theory that... Because we're, we're scientists over here. We have a few <laughs> theories. So yeah. I'm a CPA, with so we're good. We're yeah. like totally... <laughs> okay, so I have a theory that it's not important to use natural hair care products because your hair is already dead. Okay. Hair products are just so hard. I made I made that up. I, I think you might I, have. It's because I can't find good natural shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> and so I'm like, it's fine. Your hair is dead. It's not a big deal. Okay. So I'm going to make this comment. Okay. Okay. So you're in a shower. Yes. And it's typically you take a warm shower, right? I, so you I pour like everything, right? So you're right. Everything's your pores are nice and open and and you're putting shampoo on your scalp, which I'm assuming is not dead. Well, no. Right. So you're massaging that in to your okay. head, and then you're rinsing it out. So all of this product is going where? I mean, Indy, I don't like this line of questioning. <laughs> I feel very attacked. <laughs> so I would say, I, I love what you're saying, okay. but I, I don't think it's one thing where you could go, maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah, that, my thing is with like body washes and stuff, I'm like, well, I'm taking it off my skin, so it's, right. it's so you better think it's, than a body lotion. Right, so it's it's rinse off. And okay. I would tell you the same, like if I was going to poop, say, is it this versus the other? I would always say, you know, for me, it's my serums and my moisturizers. And by the way, not just your face, it's only like, what, 3% of your body? Like, let's don't forget the rest of oh, your body. that's one of Grace's theories, that you can use non-natural products on your face because it's less surface area versus your body. You guys are hysterical. Yeah, but I'm like, but my body looks must be all natural because I'm using like heaps of it. Well, which is very so I, true. I look at it and then I'm like, but it's okay to use like a drop of this serum, my retinol serum, for example. <laughs> Although I went to Folane uh-huh. and Tara gave me this like natural alternative to retinol. She's amazing. She's amazing. I know. She I'm seeing her next. You. I love her. I'm seeing her next week. We go for like walks. Her oh. in-laws live down the block from me. Oh, I so we've that. gone for like hikes together. It's pretty cool. She's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, okay. By the way, 
I don't always use natural shampoo either. Okay. So, so uh, this, so by the way, not just I, me. it's really I am hard. never going to shame anybody. You do you. <laughs> like whatever gets you up and happy and living every day with joy, that's what you should do. So wait, let's go back to the question okay. really quickly because I, I want your opinion on all I'm, three I'm of these things. all yours. So which are the most important products to start with if you're going to go natural? Okay, so I'm going to answer this in a very weird way. So just okay. some, First of all, I don't think that you should have to go and do what I did, which is dump everything and start from scratch. Okay. My approach to going clean is as you are... As you're running out of a product, mm-hmm. that's the perfect time to start doing your research and then go clean. Okay. So I would say that's a great gradual way to go and then slowly start to turn over your skincare products and beauty products that you feel comfortable with. Again, non-judgment zone here. Um, and does that make sense? And yeah, then build up your rapport. Because otherwise totally, it's like... I'm totally that all or nothing person that I'm like, I'm going to do this. I have to do it right now. It's not sustainable for a lot of people. And I feel like people then buy a ton of clean stuff. And inevitably, there's one thing that maybe they have a reaction with. They're like, ah, see, this was never going to work. And they're like, I, I'm not going clean. Yeah. It's also hard to know what worked or what you're having a reaction to if you do everything all at once. That's such a good point. And just because something is clean doesn't mean you can't have you don't have sensitivity to it so I know people who are allergic to mango and people use mango butter they can't use that product but it's still clean you know so it really depends on each person and their body Mm -hmm. so I don't think it's a one or the other I think yes you can absolutely go into uh, a folane a credo a detox market Aaliyah even these days Nordstrom Sephora I mean everybody's Mm -hmm. going bringing in cleaner lines it's you can go there I just say, why not do it as you're running out so you can mm-hmm. make sure that you're getting the right product that's working for you and then go on to the next one. And if maybe you're not committed to going 100%, mm-hmm. um, maybe you have products that you love and are loyal to or um, you know, maybe you don't have the means to, mm-hmm. to switch out all of your products, um, are there certain ingredients that you – always want to avoid that you want to look at your products and say like does this have this in this like I don't want to repurchase this yeah sure that's I love that question for me it's looking at things like phthalates which are hormone disruptors so that's a big one for me and it's usually hidden within the word perfume perfume fragrance that's what I was going to say is like yeah. what do you look for on the list that's what I look for okay. a lot on that and by the way there is it is possible to have a fragrance that does not have phthalates it would usually be denoted with a like an asterisk that says Natural, naturally derived. Okay. So I look at that. I'm also one who then wants to know where where is an ingredient living on the inky deck, which is the ingredient list. Mm-hmm. So it goes by highest volume to lowest. So taking a look. So say there's this one product that you absolutely love, and perhaps it has something on it that's questionable, right, for you. But it's the last ingredient on a long, okay, maybe you can feel com- better mm-hmm. about that. So for me, it's just really educating people to make that right decision. I'm, I just never want someone to say, oh, Indy said I can never have this. Right. You, you know what? Again, I'm with, I'm with both of you about this 80-20. When you go through what I went through, you start to realize that life is so special. You don't want to miss out on something. So if there is that incredible red lipstick and perhaps it isn't clean but every time you put on you feel confident you feel sexy you feel alive okay yeah yeah like why should anybody shame you into that and so 
for me though, it is it is looking at phthalates. It is something like talc, especially on an on an open wound. Um, obviously, given some of the recent um, lawsuits regarding mm-hmm. safety of sal- talc, formaldehyde, a known carcinogen. Um, on our website, we have an incredible list of what we won't formulate with and why, and that really is kind of the list that I, I personally adhere to. I would say Folane and Beauty Counter both have really great lists on their website, yes. too, of like their standards. Yes. Because I think every brand has kind of different standards they stick to, and I've been told, at least, that those two companies have like really, really good standards and like lists of all the stuff to avoid. Yeah, I think... I think Folane is a phenomenal, phenomenal. I haven't spent a lot of time on beauty counters, so I can't speak to it, but I know yeah. um, Greg Renfrew's commitment towards it. So yeah, um, I would say Credo, again, has a really, oh, yeah, Credo imp- does really, a good really good job. Um, we and have one in Williamsburg now, in Brooklyn, Indy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is Indy's first time in Williamsburg. It is. Yeah. We're really trying to sell it. Yeah, <laughs> It's working. It's working. So I think there's so much out there, too, so now you can make those decisions. The other thing that I really love, not that I'm being interviewed here or have but any you can, particular expertise, um, have you ever used the Think Dirty app? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, I really like that app because if you're not shopping in a place that you know has these standards, um, I have the app on my phone and I can look up a product and it gives it a score and tells you how good or bad it is for you. So if I'm somewhere like a Sephora that carries a range of things or if I'm at the drugstore, I can look something up yeah. and kind of like ballpark. I'm like, oh, is this a good choice or a bad choice? So I would just be careful because those aren't all updated regularly. And yeah, you looked like you had feelings. Like I saw your face. Well, you know, I think it's an amazing starting place. Yeah. I just, you can't, it's not the end all be all. Like they had products of ours that just weren't updated with new ingredient lists. Nor do they look at the quantity of something. So something might get a not a great scale because of salicylic. Well, it could be at 0.5%, which is very beneficial for, you know, people who are more acne prone, but they'll say, well, you shouldn't use that. So it's not, you got to do a little bit more research than oh, just using this. I stand corrected here. I think yeah. it's a great, I think what they're doing is phenomenal and going in that direction and trying to bring awareness, but you, you have to do a little bit more. They don't exactly yeah. ask. They never asked us like, or what's your percentages of things. Is there a resource that you do like to understand? Because I'm not a chemist. I can't always it's eyeball so an ingredient list and be like, this is good or this is bad. So, you know, I try to shop at places that do that, have, those values so you know shopping in a whole foods for beauty products or shopping at credo or folane or something where i know that they're doing the work for me but when i'm shopping out in the broader world is there a resource you like to look things up i you know what i think that by looking at some of these cleaner mm-hmm. um skincare stores like the credos the folanes the Ilias, the detox markets in the, of the world knowing that they're carried there is usually a great indication got it of the brands and yeah. the the products mm-hmm. that you can feel comfortable with. Yeah. Again, okay. depending on what scale you're on, there isn't something. It's because there's no hard and fast rule. Think about it. And this is why I do think that Think Dirty is a great first resource. Mm-hmm. You have to take a look at, for every product on the market, the entire ingredient list. You'd have to get their formulation so you'd know the percentages. Brands aren't going to give that. That's proprietary. And then you'd have to match it and then constantly being updated for mm-hmm. new information and then know where do they source it from. Okay, because like squalling from one person is not the same as squalling from another. Just like you oh can God, get five different levels of chicken at Whole Foods. This world is so hard. It's I so know, difficult. It's so hard. That's why I'm saying like 
you really have to be your own advocate. But I do think some of these cleaner beauty places are phenomenal resources, which is why I'm so excited by them. There me was too. nothing in 2008. Like, yeah. I, it was like a black hole for me. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's switch gears to your product. We got oh a lot of questions. Kind of like, this is kind of the same thing. One person said, what is the one product of your line that is like the best? And then we also got asked, what are your top three products? So okay. give us top three, but tell us the top one. Okay. So <laughs> if that makes any sense. Sure. So top three, I would definitely say our CoQ10 toner. Which I love your toner. Every, I, I love, love the it. little bottle, the little guy the little, right? for travel. It's, it's like so, a little spray bottle. I know. I That's love in, that. in, um, in Folane's Clean Beauty Kit. Yeah, I love that little guy too. Yeah. And I have them like usually in all my bags. So that one and I don't travel without it because I get so dehydrated on planes. I'm like constantly spritzing it. So you it use it so like good. a face mist. I use it as a toner, like wipe off toner mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. And then I use it as a face mist as need, like especially on planes. Yeah. Um, so if you're on, one. sorry, I'm obsessed no. with airline skincare. If you're on an airplane, do you put oil over it after? I do. Okay. That's what I like to do. I do. Like a good misting and then some oil. That's exactly what I okay. do. We're so basically just running a lot of theories. I had no, to clarify. but you are, you are yeah. absolutely, because I want to, and because it has um, hyaluronic acid, it like binds that moisture, but it has CoQ10. So it's doing free radical, helping fight free radical damage. That's why it's like for me, a must have on my plane. So it's actually interesting. What I carry on a plane is my must haves. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go up until this point, up until today. Okay. Okay. So it's 100% my CoQ10 toner. Okay. Then it's I wake an eye serum. Mm -hmm. Need that. Have to have that. I love your eye serum. Thank you. I'm obsessed with it. I haven't tried the eye serum. It makes a really big difference. Yeah. I will make sure you have some. Okay. Okay. So that one, great on planes, great, like just getting ready. Sure, sure. And then our daily vitamin infusion, which is like now our squalene facial oil on steroids. Okay. Is that new? Yes. It's a serum oil. (laughs) When did that come out? Um, A month ago, two months ago. I've been very busy. You have been. It's ridiculous the amount of products. Yeah. So that one, and it has, oh my gosh, so it has squalene in it, which as you guys know, I'm like the OG on squalene, squalene queen. So that, it also has plant ceramides in it. So truly like locking in and creating that protective barrier, but locking in that moisture. Um, Oh my gosh, I just, I'm in love with it. It's got like a different oil. Oh God, it's got vitamins A, C. Oh, it has vitamin C in it. So brightening. Brightening. But yet because it's in the oil solution, it's safe enough for people with sensitive skin. So, oh, yes. I'm going to have to remember that because I'm constantly getting asked by my readers because I love vitamin C and I I will use some like aggressive vitamin C products like the Beauty Counter Peel. I'm always amazed. You've, and you've got beautiful, beautiful skin. Like. Um, but I get like embarrassed here. Yeah, well, look at mine. No, your skin looks great. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, I don't think you guys have a mark. I don't even think you have wrinkles. I'm feeling old. <laughs> so basically, I could be your mom here. So keep, keep going as I. <laughs> so no. So I get asked a lot of times by readers for a good vitamin C product for sensitive skin. This is fantastic. So okay. daily vitamin infusion. So it's like a smoothie for your face. Is this your number one product? Because you you really like it. I really love it. I'm kind of obsessed. Yeah. So I'd say those three. Okay. Okay. But my favorite is because we just launched it today and I'm finally able to talk about it. <gasps> today meaning? Today. Today? Like, or like like today. Okay. Like I don't know when this is launched. When it's this is going? a week from today. Okay. So it'll be a week old <laughs> when you guys okay. hear this. But Today, as in April 2nd, yeah, it launched today, and it's I Recover. So Ooh. it's I Recover Mind and Body Gel and I Recover Bath Soak. Body oh, soak. that's what you gave us in the... Yes. yes. And the oh. bath soak, you... So 
I've had this for a while. I, I feel know. really special. You, you guys are. mailed them to me a while ago. You might have it before I had it. Um, this, <laughs> this soak, you guys, you like scoop out a little bit and throw it in the tub and it's, oh my God, it just makes the whole, the whole my whole like bathroom area smelled amazing right? for like the whole night. It's afterwards. amazing. I, and it's thermogenic too. I can't wait to try this. It's so, insane. Okay. So, so it's favorites. You're so your real favorite is these new body products. Yes. Even more than your skincare line. Because I'm such a body product person. I'm like very excited to hear this. This is Grace is so, trying this yeah, while we're I told recording. Her. So Grace admitted that she might have had something to drink last night. Right. Well, if you saw us on stage, we took a the largest shot of tequila I've had in my life with Ashley Spivey. And then put it by here. Okay. So I'm putting this. Oh, my God. This feels really good. I know. It's Becca, incre- you're going to love this because you love that peace of mind stuff. I do love that. This yeah. is oh, legit. Does it have any coconut in it? No, I don't think so. Okay. I should know this by heart. Yeah, hand it over. Okay. Sorry, Wait, guys. We're getting it? very Just put a little tiny bit and put it behind your, just right back here. Yeah. Right there. It's. Okay. Oh, my, everything is tingling. It? it feels really good. It's thermogenic. What is thermogenic? So it's like it like warms up. It's like natural icy hot. Yes, it's like uh, Bengay for us. This bougie is really people. nice. This is the bougiest oh. Bengay I've ever seen right? in the prettiest packaging. It's, guys, you're gonna make me want to take a nap, which okay. I really want to yeah. do. So it's great for stress. You've been out a little bit too much on flights. We are shells of humans. Can you today, hear me? So. Like breathe. Like it smells so good. I'm just like, I know, sucking and, it in. Okay, so then more than that. On your joints and muscle, like your aches and pains from muscles, and so, like after you've worked out, I don't work out, so I really don't know. But <laughs> you've heard, I've heard, I've heard, but I know you guys do, so I feel like, do. yeah, I don't. Um, but I do by listening to you. If that works for you, if we could pretend like I do by just yeah. watching things, yeah. I watch yoga. On, watching yoga totally counts. Yeah, I totally think so. Yeah. You need the recovery bomb. I know. Watching like, yoga. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, it just hurt watching her. Um, yeah. It has. It's really so relaxing and truly helps aches and pain like for me i told you i have rheumatoid arthritis so personally my flare-ups that get really painful and whatnot so just using this mm-hmm. is the only thing i've ever used that really has helped me yeah wow. um just with my muscle aches and pains from ra it's phenomenal phenomenal but like wow. even i have people who i know who are pro- like professional athletes and they'll pull out their back they've pulled out their back and then they've used it like oh my god it's creamy works. too it's creamy so it's really like it's exactly that mind and body gel. You yeah. rub it on top, you know, sore aches and pains. Oh, I'm so excited this, about this. Yeah, I think this yeah. is one of the best products we've ever really come out with. I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited to. to well, I tried this one, but I'm excited to try the body. Okay, so you were yeah. saying you're moving. Oh, so I'm moving in upstairs. Uh huh. And in my current apartment, I do not have a human sized bathtub. I have a bathtub that is made for like children. Like it is, you cannot get your whole body in it. <laughs> So I'm going to have a bathtub. That's very exciting. I haven't had a bathtub in so long. That's like amazing. Okay. So I'm very excited to try it. But I want to switch gears. This question I'm very interested in. Somebody asked, what is the skincare product that is always worth it to splurge on? Like, what are the things we can save on? What are the things that are worth extra money? So for me, and I will say that you're... Skincare line is really reasonably priced. Thank you. A I don't, lot of thank you. A lot of clean beauty, especially like the more bougie products and like the glass bottles and things, are really really expensive. Like your your line, I would. It's not cheap, but it's no. definitely more accessible than a lot of other brands. 
First of all, thank you very much for noticing that. For me, it's always been you shouldn't have to sacrifice your health for beauty. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to sacrifice your paycheck either. Mm-hmm. So I try to make it at an affordable price point um, so that it's it's obtainable for most people. Yeah. And a little bit goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So your your even their cleansers should last you three to four months. Yeah. Unless you're like my son who like uses half a bottle in a sitting. I'm pretty sure he uses it as a shampoo too. Men just do that. Like I have one oh. of my best guy friends stays in my apartment when um when I'm out of town and watches the cat and I'll be like, did you use like the whole bottle of shower gel? Like yeah, did, it's insane. Like face wash. How dirty just, did like, you get? Yeah. Like yeah. what? Like it's like. Yeah, I really think I, he uses it to wash I his old body. I think it's like a male thing. I I'm not gonna lie with you. After watching my son, it's insane. It's like so nobody funny. should go through that product so that quickly. Funny. But I would say for me, it's my serums and my moisturizers, especially okay. my moisturizer. Like I'm putting it all over my face, my chest, my neck. I really mm-hmm. want it to be clean, and I also want my body products, like what I'm slathering all over my body, to yep. be super clean. Yeah. Um, and then you know you can take. A, it's hard because it's it's not one thing versus the other. It's really a product and looking at the ingredient deck. I mean, yeah. even if you're using a little tiny thing, it's full of petrochemicals and potential carcinogens. Like, yeah. doesn't matter. And that for me, that's not worth it for me. Yeah. When I can get something that's clean. So I think it's it's more or less like, you know, a personal choice of where you're going to mm-hmm. draw the line. But for me, I want my serums and my moisturizers to be super clean first okay. yeah okay does that make sense absolutely yeah oh this one is interesting we're hoping you have expert advice because we don't oh gosh so, this is putting me on the spot it's both, not that hard i don't okay think. I so, so both of us have very dry skin but okay. a lot of people ask us what to do for acne prone skin so this person in particular is somebody in their 30s who's struggling with acne what type of products would would this person want to use that's a great question, actually, that I can answer. So, Oh, great. Hooray for We me. can. So <laughs> glad, we're glad you're here. By the way, just because you have dry skin doesn't mean you can't be acne prone. So I know a lot of people who have super dry skin who tend to break out. Okay. So that's just, you know, FYI. I think when you're looking at acne, you have to take a look at it into the bigger picture. So it can be your body's always trying to reach homeostasis. So a lot of times garbage in, garbage out, and often erupting on your face, unfortunately. So acne can be related to your food and gut health. So I would say, yes, we can talk about the skincare products that would be great for it, but you also need to couple it with how you're eating. And so a lot of times, like a lot of dot dairy, a lot of sugar, FYI, wine and alcohol often does have a lot of sugar in it. I learned that too. We are Um, learning that today. (laughs) It's a sad day for us. (laughs) So, and you guys are still like fun and exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I think part of it is looking at what you're eating too. So make sure that you're eating clean and thinking about if you're breaking out after you're eating a lot of sugar or dairy, that Mm -hmm. that can be triggering it. Also, it can also be triggered by hormones. So if your hormones are changing, et cetera, that might trigger it. And that is something that is at your body. So topically, all of a sudden, it's not going to change. Like, oh, I'm starting to use clean things. So now I'm not going to have a hormone Mm -hmm. issue. That's not exactly right either. Yeah. But I do think then taking a look at the ingredients, so you want to make sure it's non-commodogenic, so it's not occlusive and just sitting there and clogging your pores, so that's really important. And how would you know that? Would that be like something that is set on the label, or are there certain ingredients some, that you'd look for? Yes, yeah, some brands would, will say it's non-commodogenic. Okay. Um, other times you take a look, and if it's like a mineral oil, those are pretty much will sit on your skin. Okay. Um, so taking a look at the type of oils that you're using, like if you're using 
jojoba or squalane or apricot kernel, etc. So taking a look at that. Those are good ones? Those are good ones. ones. Okay. Those are good ones. That's what I thought, but yeah. I was like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So if it's absorbing. Um, I think then, a lot of people who have acne are afraid of oils too. Yeah. And I think that's like, again, I... I hate giving advice when I don't I don't suffer the problem because it's like everything I write about is my personal mm-hmm. issues, <laughs> my personal issues. But um, I know that a lot of people who do suffer from acne are like afraid of oils. And I know that oil can actually be really good for acne yes. on skin. So that's yes. what I wanted to ask you. Absolutely. And that is true. The right, again, going to the right type of oil. If it's like a mineral base and it's just sitting there, it's not going to be great. Your skin's not going to breathe. It could clog the pores. But if you're tend to have excess oil and then you're trying to constantly remove so you don't your body then tries to get to normal so it's going to start producing more oil so you wind up in this oil producing factory if you're trying to constantly strip another thing that i think is important is using an exfoliant like gently exfoliating you want to remove that top level of dead skin yeah i think sometimes using a product with a little bit of salicylic at a safe amount is going to help also with your problem, you know, obviously reducing the appearance of the redness and the appearance of the inflammation. That's also really important. The only acne product I have, because I'll get like one huge zit in the middle of my forehead, like, like right here, actually I can feel <laughs> one coming out because I've been so stressed, is your... Is it called the blemish spot treatment? It's it's is it pink? Yeah, it's yes, pink. it's it's the blemish this, lotion. This product, I think it's eighteen dollars. It's amazing. I think it's it's like twenty. Oh, it's it's more. It's more. Price. It's twenty six. Yeah. Okay, I maybe that's Bad okay. But there is. I but think it's a still very affordable. It's very it's, affordable yeah. and it works. Like I mean, you can't put it on and like go to work. Like you put it on no because you'll have like a, a dry pink. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could. You, if you like calamine lotion. Yeah, it looks like calamine lotion, but yeah. it I like nothing dries out a pimple better than that. Yeah, that thing is fantastic. And yeah. it just, it truly absorbs, has that clay, so it's going to yeah. really pull out. I love how it smells, dry. too. It smells, like, it. really, like, alcohol Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it smells. You feel like it's going to do something. Yeah. It's clean, but it smells like there's chemicals in it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if that makes any sense. That, that makes perfect sense. It smells effective. It, it smells, smells effective. Yeah. That's exactly what. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and yet it it is. I mean, it. I used it. I, I wanted this product because I was using other products products very similar to it that would dry out i used to have terrible cystic acne like so bad really oh my gosh never know that by looking at you so bad like you couldn't touch my face and i would try a a spot solution that was like that that would dry out but it had talcanin talc's a known carcinogen at this point so i didn't want something that was questionable yeah so that's why i love ours particularly is because it doesn't have that but yeah i don't break out anymore and it's basically from changing my my what i'm eating and my products 100%. Wow. wow. Yeah, i don't wear foundation. Your skin looks perfect. Thank you. That's actually a really good segue into another question that i snuck sure. in here. So i know that you don't have color cosmetics in your line. I don't. But what are some other brands that are natural or clean that you mm-hmm. would recommend looking at for color cosmetics? I love Vapor Beauty. Okay. I love I love Vapor's deodorant. The Palo Santo one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love um Lawless. Have you guys seen that? It's now in Sephora too. No, I haven't. Oh. I'm wearing the palette right now on my eyes. Oh, okay. I didn't know Lawless was clean. Yeah. Okay. Clean. Um Ilya. Yep. Love. Tara got me hooked on the Ilya eyeliner when I I went in. Because I was like, I really need like a good alternative to like and I still use this brand, but I, I love Bobby Brown's um eyeliner because it's like very small and it's it's like basically idiot proof she's like try the Ilya and I like it so far yeah what's a good natural mascara 
Oh, oh, that is like that's the, the hardest question. The hardest. Okay, so remember that eighty twenty I told you. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, that's my Mascara's that's my 20. twenty. Okay, yeah, but I do like oh, your eyelashes are dead, so it's fine. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use um, I like Lily Lolo a okay. lot. They have a really good mascara. Someone else told me that brand the other day. Yeah, I, I think like it was Ashley Spivey. I think you're right. Yeah, I like theirs. Um, there's a brand from Canada, Dalish, that has really good mascara that I like. Say it again, Dalish, D A L I S H. Okay, um, so I like theirs. Um, yeah, those are the two that I I happen to have. I also, yeah. I mean, on it's not perfectly clean. Like Shantakai makes a you know a good I one too. I love the Shantakai mascara. Yeah, I it's use almost, Shantakai. Yeah. yeah, it's clean. It's, it's cleaner. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cleaner. cleaner. Yeah, okay. I really like that. Oh, that's one. good to know. Yeah, their product. I got introduced. I had never tried anything Shantakai until I did the sponsored post with Blue Mercury, and I will tell you, it's I am like so screwed. Like because I. I just love their products so much. I like And they them. are so expensive. Yeah, the mascara is like $70. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's, crazy. it's really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like their it's stuff. It's so good. And I that know. filter powder, like the the brush that has the light reflecting particles in it, it's magical. But it's I like know. $60. I know. Yeah, that's my only yeah. thing. Well, I'm glad to hear that you have a 20. Oh, my that. gosh. Are you kidding yeah. me? If you had scotch in the house, I'd be drinking that. Of course I'm 80-20, <laughs> guys. This life is not a dress rehearsal. Like, you've got to go out and enjoy it. And if you just try to make yourself crazy about what I can't have because I'm concerned about that, you could, I mean, you could be the cleanest person in the world and still walk outside and get hit by a car. Like, don't, don't make yourself crazy about this. I love your attitude. It's so refreshing. Oh my gosh, it's so refreshing. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. Let's go and have fun and choose joy whenever you can. And if you start to make yourself fearful of doing this versus the app, you know, like, Mm -hmm. just ask questions and you'll get there. Like, don't make yourself crazy. That's why we needed to have you on because we need somebody to invalidate some of our theories, but also make (laughs) us feel okay that it's not. A big deal if you're 80% there in the last 20s. No, you know. who, who made this rule up that we have to feel bad if there were 80-20? Like, or even if it's, guess what, if it's 70-30 and you're a happy person and you're living your best life, that is the right formula for you. And if it's 50-50, you go, girl. <laughs> like, that, it's not mine. I just want you to be empowered to make that decision. I always say, I know the risk, I make the choice. I yeah. love that. That's, that's kind of my premise for this brand. I love that. I like that a lot. Thank you. So we have some more questions. Now that we kind of know your life philosophy, uh-huh. I'm excited to hear more. We have some <laughs> random questions. Go yeah. for it. 47, two children. <laughs> oh, wow. Grace, do you want to take the first one? Yeah. So what are some other healthy habits besides just skincare that are important to you? Because we, now we know you don't work out. No. I, I'm going to join a gym. I real no like really legitimately. I've been traveling yeah. for two months, three months. You've I just been did it like on the road. It's insane. I mean, Tra- overseas working out when you travel is so hard. I'm the person that always brings the workout clothes. Me too. And then I shamefully take them out and the put end them of back the in the drawer. I okay, so high. We're related. Yeah, I, it's yeah. terrible. But just because of that, and then I'm on this like nonstop routine where I just don't make the time for myself. But that is changing because again, I have to get. I, I'm saying about wellness. I got to get more onto yeah. wellness. Um, so things that I do do for myself, I meditate twice a day. I okay. do transcendental meditation. Wow. So I do that 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night. I was going to ask how, for how long. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's 15. Yeah. Sometimes the dogs just want mom and I have yeah. to go do what I need to do with them. But I try 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I'm big on self-care Sundays. Very okay. big on that. What is your self care? So Sundays mean even if I'm traveling, okay. I am doing a mask. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a facial mask. I'm cleaning my makeup brushes every Sunday, even if I'm on the road. Oh, I'm so bad about that. I'm I, shamefully bad about that. All right, now that. I will shame you. Like, seriously. I it's know. It's so easy. But the whole, like, you could use all the cleanest stuff in the world, but then it's all on your brush. And you're not cleaning it. I'm I, so bad with it. I know. We'll have an intervention after this. I'm also really bad about, thr- while we're just, like, putting my dirty you don't laundry throw out your, there. Throwing out my mascara. mascara. I knew you were going to say that. Every three months. I know that's why it's so hard. The like, Shantakai, I cannot throw that out I, in three okay, months. Okay, so FYI, still my draw. $280 of mascara a year. That's crazy. Okay. I also don't wear I makeup don't either. enough. My, mascara, to- <laughs> my Shantakai is in my, because I'm so expensive. It's so expensive. I'm using that to the last drop and it's probably going to last me six months. I know, I know. It's really bad. But you know what you could do to make it better? What? There is a way. You you can like get it on some of the probably Amazon. Who am I kidding? You know those brushes, the disposable brushes? Yeah. You can get those and they're super cheap, although then that's really bad for the environment. So never mind. So you can is the say problem that. the brush for the mascara? It's because you're putting it, three years you're putting it here it's optically and all the oils and everything, and then you're sticking it back in this closed container. Okay, so it's, it is the, the product that's in the container too. It's, it's the not just right, the brush. Right. So yeah, if you use a clean brush, that's why you want you go to a makeup counter, hopefully they're using like a clean yep disposable brush yeah. yeah so okay what was the question your what's your self-care oh, so you clean self-care. your makeup okay, brushes. so i clean my makeup brushes i definitely take time for myself on sunday i do meditate twice a day every day um in the nice weather i really do try to go for a hike uh, probably four or five times a week that's important oh, that's to me amazing. yeah that nice. i live up in westchester so it's easy to take the pups and go for a walk mm-hmm. so i really try to do that and so i do exercise it's just not in the traditional yeah life. it's not in that's a gym still right yes. yes and i'll go for a, like a nice healthy hike so yeah. those yeah. are the things that i do for myself i read too yeah what are you what are you reading right now i am reading contagious which is about like things going viral oh, i have that a yeah good friend recommended it and i i'm so bad with nonfiction. i um i haven't read it yet i've been given a lot of nonfiction things lately so i've just been reading a lot of nonfiction. Yeah. i also had poorer sicker something now i can't remember another oh, yeah that was that's also really good yeah i saw that somewhere it's, it's phenomenal yeah Wait, I want to go back to one of your healthy yeah, habits. Yeah, sure. Um, somebody asked about your diet and what you eat. How do you think about clean the eating? Same way as I think about clean everything. Yeah. Um, I try to eat as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to do on the road. I do will you, tell you. Do you still I'm, have your greenhouse? Do you grow do. your own vegetables? And the yes ish. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. In the nice weather, yeah, I definitely have stuff in there under production. But when I'm traveling as much as I did, if you don't water a greenhouse every day, several times a, way, a day, several times a day, it's fried. I mean, I'm a notorious crazy plant because killer. There's no judgment from me. You know how I am with my mother. I don't know if you saw the Instagram story with the volume on when she's like, I'm proud, but these plants are dry. I was yeah. like, I watered them yesterday. That, okay, so keep, several times a day. Yeah. Like, and then That's, you really have to do it just at the root. Otherwise, you is know. Is anyone helping you or is it just you? Like, what if, when um, no, you're on the road, what happens? They are on a timer and they're like, I have somebody who is, used to be my children's nanny okay. who now just lives with us. She's, we don't, I mean, my kids are 19 and 15. She's a plant nanny now. So she's a plant nanny. So and she lo- she's got the most incredible green thumb. I mean, she's family. Yeah. She's truly like a dear friend and family. Yeah. Um, so she helps too. Okay. And she's okay. got that, but it's just, it's a constant thing. Yeah. It's a constant thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't get to do it as often as I like, like, that used to be my self-care is being in the greenhouse mm-hmm. every, like, just as soon as the seed went in, I'm like, is it there yet? Has it grown? Like, just loving that. I don't get yeah. to do it often. But I do try to eat clean. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm more on the pescatarian side mm-hmm. than, although I just did have a little bit of chicken, but 
Yeah. That's because and I that's just okay. had to eat. But, but there's that thing. Like, okay. Like, didn't really like anything else on the menu. That one felt called to me. I was like, okay. What's your favorite cheat food? I'm so happy you asked me this question. Oh, great. I'm really happy. You want to know why? 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 I don't believe in the word. Oh, okay. <gasps> it's like, why should you ever feel it guilty is. about eat again? It goes to life is to be lived. So eat the damn cupcake if it makes you feel yeah. happy. Again, moderation. I eat really clean when I'm when I can at home, etc. Mm-hmm. Even eating healthier food on the menu. But if I see there's something there that I really want and it's really delicious, and I'm like, you know what? That's going to make me happy right now. And I've been really eating healthy. Yeah. Order it. Well, what's your, I like that. What's your order it to be happy food? Anything with truffle. Oh my um, God, we're related. Oh, I obsessed. So my favorite like healthy truffle thing is is I take up take sliced cucumbers and I put truffle salt on them. Someone, where did I read this? Maybe it was with you. I don't know. Did it might have been me. I've said it before. Yeah, I'm like a, that. I think and I, I did like, oh. a Q and A, and someone was like, "What's your favorite snack?" And I was I like, think "That." And I read it. I was like, "Oh my God, I need this." Yeah, it's so good. I love anything with truffle on it. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say a really good single malt scotch is sometimes a okay. cheat because there's a lot of calories in that. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Mashed potatoes. Oh, I could go over some mashed potatoes right now. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. a, that's, I mean, yeah, and I'm sure it's loaded with butter, but you know what? It's delicious. Yeah. Like there's truth to comfort food. Mm-hmm. So seriously, but I don't think we should ever call it cheat. It makes you feel guilty without before you even started it. That's a good point. I like that a lot. Thank you. Um, Wait, are there any wellness trends you think are a hoax? I'm sure there are tons of them. You know what? Here's my thing with that. If it works for somebody and makes them feel that they're connected to themselves, mind, body and soul, then is it a hoax? Yeah. It might not be for everybody, but if it works for somebody, then then that is a well that is something wellness. Like wellness looks different to each individual. Um, so I, I, it's hard for me to say. I'm sure there are some things out there that probably aren't good for you. That I'm just not. I'm I'm just not letting into my aura of knowing. <laughs> yeah. But I th- I think that again, if you look at it, if it's somebody, it really like they're saying. Well, if you eat this way and that's working for them and they feel centered and they feel happy and they feel joy and their doctor says they're doing well then for them that is wellness that's what wellness looks like but then if you tried that same t-shirt on with somebody else it's just not gonna fit yeah so we have one last question i love this question i think it's really really nice me too somebody asked how can they be confident and move forward after being sick for a long time I love this question. We do too. Um, I think that it's sometimes it's hard to be confident even if you're not sick. So first I want to like acknowledge that. Um, I think that this whole act of wellness is also building on people's confidence, feeling centered. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times when we're not centered mind, body and soul, we do lack that confidence. Yeah. So just putting a couple of things out there on that one. For me, and I can only speak to what happened to me, I was very shy up until then. Believe it or not, I was shy. I'm, I'm an introvert. Um, I'm still shy in a lot of social settings. Um, before I went into this, I was not someone who you would ever say is confident. And I think it was once I found what I was so passionate about and I was so mission-driven to creating this, 
that confidence built in me because I knew in my heart that this was happening for a reason and that I was supposed to be on this path. So that brought me that confidence. But I think if you're going through something and once you come out the other side, oftentimes you, you have a very different perspective on life. And just like how I said that 80-20 thing and how I don't believe the word hoax or, you know, cheat, how can I, it's very hard for me to have any other way than being joyful and choosing joy every day and with exuding confidence because I have the ability to still be here. And that wasn't necessarily something that I thought was going to be possible. So I have a very different spin on my life and that level of confidence because they have the ability to know that it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to fail, whatever that looks like. And that to me, you know, if I always say, you know, make the mistake, fail quickly. Let's then move on to the next thing. Like it's okay to have all those things because it's part of this larger journey. So you're just looking at it very microscopically in the moment. You feel like, oh my God, the world's going to end. But then a day later, you're like, it wasn't really that, you know, you have yeah. that, I have that perspective every day because I went through what I went through. Yeah. Um, I think I even... I allow myself to have bad days. I'm actually a proponent of saying, okay, I have a bad day. That's, that's, I'm thankful for it because I don't think you can know what a good day is unless you understand what a bad day is. Like it's from contrast comes clarity, right? Mm -hmm. So all of those things are part of what has made me who I am today and probably would not have happened if I didn't go through what I went through. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Did I answer that question? I think I did. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. I think it's hard. I think you need to dig deep. And I think that in order to find confidence, sometimes you need to ask for help too. Oh, I love that. I think this has just been such an amazing episode. Thank you for coming on. Of course. On. Thank you. Indy, where can people Oh, yeah. Find... You get your own desperation. Wait, then. seriously. Wait. I didn't even get to hear you guys do your desperation. Oh, we'll do, oh, we're going to do We're going to record gonna it, it separately. Yeah. Oh. But that's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> but can I just put a plug in for you guys need to follow them. You need to like them. Oh my God. You're, you need oh to God. write a review about them because it's so important that they continue to do what they're doing. Oh. You need to follow on Instagram, both separately and jointly. I mean, seriously, what you are guys you, are doing is amazing. Are you here gunning for a full-time gig here? We're going to hire I, you to just like be I'm our kind wing of woman. This. <laughs> this amazing. Okay. So that's my desperation moment no, for you guys. No, but where can people find you? Yes. Oh, well, if I give you my home address, will you bring me truffle? I know. Um, okay. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram. I hang out a lot on Instagram. You're um, very active. Thank you. I feel like you, and we talk a lot. In the yeah, DMs. yeah, yeah. I know. She got your, me to board, buy the slippers, which are amazing. The Amazon slippers. And your handle is just at- Indie underscore lay. Thank yes. you. Yeah, I would have said, oh, you can find me on Instagram, but don't tell them. Where. Like, that's such a <laughs> yeah. typical me thing to do. So, it, Indy underscore Lee is okay. where you're going to find me most days. And I your website? IndyLee.com. And we where talked else? a little about where to find your products, but they're at Sephora now. Yes. You're at Nordstrom. Yep. So, we're at Nordstrom. Select Nordstrom. Select Neiman's. A lot of Blue Mercury's. Um, every Sephora. Uh, Detox Market, Aaliyah, Fulane, Credo. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. We have a store locator. And we're and same thing for, for your overseas listeners. Um, we launched in Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, and Australia. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty exciting. That's really That's cool. That's so exciting. Yeah. So, so, Indy, thank you for being here. Are you kidding me? Thank you, guys. We loved having you on. I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear this. Great. Yes. Yay. Yay. Oh my God, that interview was amazing.
I feel very uplifted. And I also feel like I was chastised in a good way, both about trying to be perfect and have everything I use be natural. Like, I just, Indy was such a she was wonderful a presence. Yeah, yeah. I loved getting to know her better. Grace, I think it's time for us to talk. Yeah. So, Becca, what are you obsessed with right now? I'm obsessed with us. I'm obsessed with us, and I'm obsessed with our live show. I woke up this morning. Today is the day after the live show, if you didn't realize that from the intro. Um, I woke up this morning and probably had 100 DMs of people well, I was on there for us. like over two hours replying to Oh, mine. yeah. Sharing yeah. about our live show, taking, you know, sharing the, to their story. Yeah. Um, it. I had so many likes and comments on my photo. I felt so proud and so loved. So loved. I got flowers from two different people today. Like, I'm obsessed with us. Mm-hmm. I We've told the story so many times, I feel like, but they told Caroline's approached us. They said, do you want to do a live show? And we were like, who us? And then they told us if we could sell 60 tickets, they would feel good about it. And we were like, well, you know, we can strong arm 60 friends into coming. We sold out the show. We got on stage yesterday. We were both we were both pretty nervous. Yeah. Nobody like peed themselves or did anything stupid. Everyone afterwards was was like so complimentary. I just I'm so proud of us. I'm really proud of us too. Oh, who would have thought our little podcast baby, which turned a year old last week, we forgot to mention that on last week's episode, would be doing live shows at legitimate venues. Yeah. I certainly didn't. I definitely did not think that see was that coming. Happen. Yeah, <sighs> I just still want Dunkin' Donuts to sponsor us. But oh my god, on to the next one. Yeah, Grace, what is what's your obsession? So I am also obsessed with us, of course. But right now, so I'm doing a little challenge on my blog to only shop size inclusive brands for the next three months. And I am so obsessed with Anthropology's plus size collection. It also comes in my size. I bought five different things. I got a really cute t-shirt, some pants, and um, three different blouses. The clothes are so cute. They come in a full range of sizes. So you can order straight size, plus size, all of the things. It's so good. It's making me... I, I'm not a huge anthropology shopper. Like I, I've always, I like their stuff a lot. They just weren't on my radar as much. And so f- throughout this challenge, I'm like, I feel like I'm being reintroduced to a lot of brands and stores. I just wasn't shopping on the regular. And I love, love, love the collection. So again, because I'm only shopping inclusive, I go into the plus size section and I was very happy to see that the product page has every size versus, because I hate when you have to like toggle back and forth to find um, what you're looking for. I'm Big so fan. glad. Yes. What I'm about so on Instagram? So on Instagram, keeping with my live show theme, real obsessed with us. Um, my obsession is two of the people who helped us with the podcast live show. So first of all, our makeup artist uh, is Cassandra Garcia. She's so talented. She does. Uh, she's done eighty Bryant's makeup for all of her shrill press appearances. Her handle is at CYG Makeup. And also, if you haven't checked it out. Grace did a Insta- an IGTV video of Cassandra doing her makeup, and it is really amazing. It was really fun to make that. Thanks, Becca. So then the other person I am obsessed with on Instagram is the comic who opened for us, who was Grace's Instagram session a few weeks ago. Her name is Casey Balsham. Her handle is at CaseFaceB, 
And we snuck in last night to the back of the room to watch her set. And she is so funny. Oh, my God. She's, she's so hilarious. Funny. She's so good. So I'm excited to stalk her and go to some of her, yeah. her some of her comedy shows around the city. Yeah, me too. What are you loving on Instagram? So mine is an account called Square Sayings. What and is this? It's great. So it's just like a really funny sentence spelled out in like those little alphabet beads. So like one that I'm on right now says 30s may be the new 20s, but 9 p.m. is the new midnight. Um, another one says, I feel like I'm already tired tomorrow. I think I just really relate to a lot of this stuff hardcore. All I want is food and affection, but it's like very cute and like well designed. Can I see? Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I've seen these all over the place. People always steal them and put them on. So this is the comp- this is the account that makes oh. them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. What about books? What are um, you reading? So I finished Colleen Hoover's "It Ends with Us" because I needed some more um, Colleen Hoover in my life after Verity. And then I haven't started it, but I wanted to say it because I know you're so excited. I'm going to read the One Direction book next. She's going to read The Idea of You. I can't even be bothered to say the name of it because I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'm a little offended because... I'm offensive as a person. I'm offended because I have been recommending this book. I've probably gotten hundreds of people to read it. And Grace did not read this on my recommendation. Or Ashley's. Or Ashley's. She's reading this on the recommendation only because... I'm getting harassed, like yeah. full on harassed. And you guys are animals in the Facebook group telling us we have to make an episode about this book. Like, I am not ready to do that. I'm going to read it because I've been like full on harassed into reading this book. Stay tuned for next week when Grace is like deep in the book hangover hole from this book. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully ready for it to happen. But she's so I'm negative. I'm really stubborn. You're I'm really, really stubborn. sucked in. I'm going to read it on the trip. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. I will text minute by minute, up, or not text, I will Instagram minute by minute updates of Grace's reactions to this. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Aren't you going to ask me what I'm reading? What are you reading right now, Becca? Sorry, we are like, we're, we're shells of humans after the live show. What are you reading, Becca? So I'm reading this book called Don't You Forget About Me by a woman named Mari McFarlane. I'm you, positive you I'm not saying that right. So it's M-H-A-I-R-I is her first name, and then McFarlane, M-C-F-A-R-L-A-N-E. So this is one of my favorite British chiclet authors. Oh. Uh, she's written a bunch of books. She she wrote um, Who's That Girl, which I recommended really early in the podcast. And um, they're all like rom-coms. They're not really smutty. They're They're kind of just like great, cute, romantic comedy books. So this is her newest book. Um, it's about a, a couple who dated in high school, and the girl ceremoniously, unceremoniously broke it off with the guy, and they run into each other in their 30s, and it's about what happens then. So it's very cute. Um, I will say, so I ordered this from Amazon UK because it's not out in the US yet, but I've discovered that if you just type in amazon.co.uk, you can order books from Europe. You have to pay shipping, which sucks, but um, that's also how I got normal people before it came out. So I'm very into like cheating the Amazon system, apparently. (laughs) You're so clever. I love that. It's like such a nerdy thing to be like cheating the system for. But I figured I'd mention it in case anyone wants to read it because it isn't available on the U.S. Amazon site yet. Mm. So I think that's our episode. Guys, thank you for being awesome. Thanks to everyone who came to the show. 
thank you so much. Like, I'm still in shock of how well last last night went. And I'm so excited to hopefully do more. Yeah. So if you want to support us, if you want to talk to us on the internet, Grace, where can people find you? Um, I'm at Grace Atwood. And then my blog is thestripe.com. And I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. And we are collectively on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. We also yeah. have an amazing Facebook group. The Facebook group is so fun. I was getting so many, I'm still getting DMs about Verity. And I'm like, go to the Facebook group. There's the most, like, there's a million people in there talking about it still. Yeah, everyone's not over Verity. Yeah, yeah. We're, we all have a book hangover from that one. Ugh. Guys, you're the best. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.